think that McIntosh hires Pickle with the thought process of we can be more than just Big Ten champs? He knows what it takes to win. Any road win in this conference is a big deal. This was exactly what this program needed. Am I like onto the college football playoff? No. Yeah. Where are our standards? Do we do we elevate them or no? It's time to talk Wisconsin football on Rutledge and Hamilton. Presented by Simden Chevrolet of Mount Horeb and North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Live from an apple orchard unknown. It is former Badger, normally in beast mode, now in dad mode, as he joins Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Life. This segment is brought to you by Simden Chevy in Mount Horeb and North and South Seafood and Smokehouse. Chris R., how are we doing today? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great, man. I'm Daddy Orr right now, man. I'm out with the fam, picking some apples, feeding some goats, having a grand old time. You are having a grand old time. Your child will not remember any of it. Uh, it's yeah, honest, Not at all. No, not, not one bit of it. It's one of those things that you're doing to make yourself feel better, like, hey, I'm being a good dad. I'm doing things. Uh, but it's really... You're, you're, like, you're just like the dad dream crusher right now. No, hey, I've been a dad for a while. Chris Orr, everything you're doing that you think is really great and is fun no, and your kids b- building like me? neural connections by being outside and touching no, no, experience things, no. that doesn't matter. That's for you, Chris. Yeah, it is. It, it's all true. But here's what you're doing, Chris. You're building good habits as a dad. And that's the uh, important part. It's just go. like it's just like practice or anything else. You're building good dad habits for when they can remember it and they do actually have any sort of recollection of what you've done. Break that, you down, build could, you up. Yeah, Jim Rutledge, everybody. Chris Orr could have taken him in the backyard and gotten the same results as today. But and not had to pay to go to the apple orchard. But you are building good dad uh, muscles there. You know, just like the Badgers now, I'm getting some muscle memory here. Uh, that's a professional radio transition there, Matt yeah, Hamilton. I'm learning. Uh, the Badgers I'm learning. are getting uh, How to be a dad mem- and to be a radio host. <laughs> muscle memory uh, on how to run this offense and this defense. It felt like it felt it seemed a little more natural for the Badgers against Purdue. Yeah, for sure, for sure. They seemed a lot more comfortable. Uh, I think part of that also uh, you have to attribute to the coaching. Uh, we did some things early, like the, the trick play throwback to Mordecai. This thing, everybody to breathe a little bit. Um, I think that in prior weeks, since they weren't starting as fast as they wanted to, that guys got real tight and not as confident, just trying to do everything uh, to the best of their abilities or just do it perfect. But yeah, definitely seem more confident, more uh, more collective for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm curious where. Where was that panic meter if the Badgers lose that one? Because that was obviously a big game, first one of the Big Ten. Kind of sets the tone for the rest of the season as far as Big Ten play is concerned. Right. Would you have been panicking if they lose that one? Um, I don't know about a full panic. Uh, I would have I would have panicked a little bit, though. I think it would have came down to how we over again, like slow start. Uh, we rallied in the third, but too little too late then, yes, I would have panicked because that's just not a formula to win. But uh, had, had we have just been – had we came out the same way and it turned into a shootout and, and we'd been on the on the losing side of the coin, I don't, I don't know if I necessarily would have panicked. I think it would have just depended on how we lost. Right. Talking with former Badger Chris Orr about the Wisconsin Badgers' victory over Purdue and Jez Malusi. Uh, the injury, yeah, uh, brutal. Let's set aside the field stuff. Mm-hmm. As a player on that team, seemed like he was a leader. 
And mm-hmm. obviously Braylon Allen and him were very close. So yeah. as losing someone of that sort of stature in the locker room, how does that affect the team uh, throughout the week and on game day? Yeah, it, ooh, it definitely has a tremendous effect, uh, mainly just because you lose one of your leaders, uh, one of your dogs, somebody who probably could have easily been a captain uh, himself. You lose – a leader in the war. So you lose somebody out there on the battlefield. So he's still going to be a leader. He's still going to be that guy that's showing up. They're still going to see him working hard in rehab, and they're going to use that as motivation and as fuel. But it's not the same when he's not in the fight with you. Um, but at the same time, you could use that as motivation, man. I'm sure De- I'm sure Braylon will dedicate the rest of the season to him. You know, I-, I know they were close. You're always close whenever playing running back and you're sharing the backfield or your your receiver in an air raid offense, especially, and one of your poor guys goes down, or your inside backer and the guy next to you goes down, it definitely hurts because you're you're going into you feel like you're going into the fight uh, one man short. You feel like you're 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 short, you're short one, and it can leave a hole, or you can spin it and, and use it as motivation, without a doubt. So we've been talking like Badger's identity for since they started playing, right? They've had some slow mm-hmm. starts talking about the Badgers need to find their identity the Badgers were roughly 60% run to 40% pass now I know a couple of these runs were Tanner Mordecai just scrambling and getting out of there so it might have been a little closer like 55-45 but do you think with this uh, nice start that this might be that like foundation or footprint for this Badgers identity going forward or that maybe the coach is figuring out what this identity for this team is I mean, honestly, I think it is the identity. I think the identity is we're a team that we really want to run the ball. Uh, we want to open up by getting some of our receivers involved early, which I think can help tremendously. Uh, it, it'll definitely loosen up that box, make guys respect the pass game. But I think that is our identity. Like, we know that we can run the ball. We know that we can manipulate the pocket in ways. And also, when throwing the ball, I think our identity is let Tanner Mordecai create. Let him create uh, O-line. You buy enough time, you know that this guy's going to move around back there. And receivers just keep working to get open. Even if your primary route isn't open, just keep working. And then I think defensively, it's, it's, you're going about it a different way. So what all Badger fans out there are accustomed to, they're used to these pressures and we're blitzing all these different guys and they're getting to the backfield, which we showed some of that for sure. We definitely showed some of that, uh, bringing some zero pressures and stuff like that. This is where you have – if you're not blitzing, you're covering somebody man-to-man. That's what a zero pressure is. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that is the identity. We're, we're a run-first team. We want to spread the ball, though, so you have to respect our receivers. We have playmakers in space, and we want to let our quarterback create. I think that's where we're when we're humming the most. And then defensively, we're putting the numbers in coverage, and we're our best when our guys aren't thinking and they can actually come off of their responsibilities to create some of these turnovers. That's how we've been – all the turnovers we got this year – they, they only one of them came off of pressure. Outside of that, it's just been guys going the extra mile. Like, okay, I'm doing my job, then I'm getting my eyes back to the quarterback, and I'm making a play on the ball. And that's usually what you get when you put the numbers in coverage, as opposed to in your rush or just in the front seven. I'm curious uh, as also somebody who like is very interested in football. Obviously, lots of time needed to recover. What is it like playing on a short week? Like the Badgers obviously sat, played Saturday. Now they got had to play Friday. Short week. They obviously are going to have yeah. to do that in the NFL if they want to move on. What's yeah. that like as a player uh, working on a short week and especially going into like maybe the biggest game of the season so far against a, a Big Ten matchup? 
Right, yeah. It's, it's definitely tough, uh, mainly because you don't necessarily have the prep time. Like, a lot of people – from the outside looking in, uh, people can think that you look at it. You look at teams far in advance, or you start working on like a big name team, maybe like Ohio State. You start working on them weeks in advance, and it, it doesn't work like that. Your full focus each week is on whatever that opponent is coming up. So, yeah, you finish your game Saturday, and you're probably back to work Sunday. You lose like a day. You never get a true off day. It'll just bring the tempo of practice down some, just to make sure your body can recover and. Honestly, it's on the coaching staff to reset everybody, especially in college. So instead of today being Sunday, like this is our Monday. And uh, Monday is our Tuesday and so on and so right. forth, just so we can have to uh, reset the schedule. And it helps you as a player get into that mindset too because you're so routine. Your your daily schedule is so detailed that once it shifts and you just get back in the mold, you're good to go. But, yeah, in the NFL, <laughs> it is challenging, man. Going from Sunday to Thursday, that is tough. You get no off day. Uh, you're not even practicing for real. You're just in helmets and nothing crazy up tempo. It's all about getting your body back as fast as possible. But they expect you to be ready to show up on Thursday anyway because you're a pro at that point. Like you put the time in when you're off of the field and in our meeting rooms, and you should be ready to go. Because uh, most likely the <laughs> whoever you're playing, they got a short week too. So it's nobody's at a disadvantage or anything. So you just got to get ready to go. Chris, as always, we appreciate the insight on the Badgers. Big victory over Purdue. And, uh, look, the Badgers get a little break. Uh, so yeah. uh, we'll uh, maybe talk some Packers with you on Monday then. Or on, yeah, uh, for or sure. Next week. They, yeah. Do it. All righty. they look good, man. They look good. We're Sean Gary, man. Bringing it. <laughs> All right. All right. Appreciate y'all. Enjoy the apple picking, Chris Orr. Uh, that was Chris Orr. <laughs> brought to you by Simden Chevy uh, in Mount Horeb North and South. Look, some of my baggage is that, like, I look back and I just realize how much money those places sucked out of me because they try to guilt you as a parent and like, baby don't know, one year old doesn't know. You can get, you can take them to a park for free. <laughs>